Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome to episode 35. I'm trying using my phone uh, for this little introduction. I went back and looked at uh, some of my early, older podcasts, and uh, I think it was time to take a look at where I'm at with tech and maybe time for you as we turn over the new year. We're doing uh, some self-evaluation, big time for that. So I'm going to let you listen to a, the early segment, and I notice all the pauses and the slower talking and so forth as I've been doing podcasting, been getting quicker and more comfortable with the medium. So, you know, give it a listen, and then the following segment, I'm going to bring you up to date and uh, have some things that I've done and maybe some suggestions that can help you out. Where are you at? I kind of equate deciding where you're at with where you want to go. And it, and it's kind of like a vacation. And when my wife and I discuss where we're going to go on vacation, you know, we kind of review where we've been and we decide if we want to go back or if we want to try someplace new. And we consider the time, you know, so we go visit some family. We haven't seen them in a while um, or just stay home and enjoy some peace and quiet, get some things done, which typically means doing one thing and then sitting in my chair quite a bit. But, and visiting family, I don't know about you, but um, that's assuming that they're not busy, you know, that they're available. So we're, um, but we're empty nesters and uh, the kids are home. We usually take them with us and sometimes even that is more about their schedule than ours. So basically we assess our needs and we go from there. So that's what we're looking at here, assessing what are our needs. How do we do that? How do we decide and kick in it there? So take a minute and do this. If you're not sure where to start, um, you can search and find some tech evaluation tools, tech skill evaluation tools. If you, if you want to kind of get a feel for, okay, I can do this and I can do this. And then, you know, they give you a, a rough overall picture. Uh, you know, if you haven't done that, that's definitely useful. But if you don't want to mess around with that, I would suggest that you pick something that you want to do a little more streamlined a little easier that you could do at home, at school, on vacation, in the car, whatever. And you're not dependent on a location because you can do it. It's in the cloud. You got that in your head? What would that be? For me, it was Google Drive. I started with Google Drive and my 
tech journey vacation, however you want to look at it. And because in the band director career field that I'm in, I am constantly uh, sending out memos, agendas, uh, notes to parents, um, reminders. And, you know, I was word processing those and printing them out and copying them off and handing them out and then rolling the dice that they got out of the band room uh, at the high school level. And um, I, rem I remember teaching middle school and a little bit of elementary, elementary notes tend to get home because you stick them in the folder, or maybe the backpack or something. Uh, but once the kids start to get older and we start to say, okay, you have to be responsible. And then that's kind of where we stop. <laughs> Those things don't quite get done. They don't always make it home. So I started using Google Drive. And I started sharing and putting documents on the website. And um, I remember Facebook. Uh, my booster group has a Facebook, and I let them run that and answer questions. Uh, you know, what time we have to be there, and so forth, so on. And it was difficult to put a document up there. You could create something utilizing the Facebook tool, but you couldn't bring in outside uh, documents. And then eventually that changed as people needed that and wanted that. There was this whole, it seemed to me, and this is just my observation, it seems to me that when tech first started, everybody thought they could just have their own little thing and they wouldn't have to worry about anybody else. Nobody else needs to be with me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, you know, now, of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but that seems a little, a little blurred, a little out of vision. If you put everything together and people are going to go back and forth between things, of course, they're going to want to put those things together that they see that are the most important to them. Ah. But I digress back to Google Drive. So I started to decide what I specifically needed to do. And I made sure I got those documents into Google Drive. I, I started exploring the different things that could um, um, enhance those, uh, like add-ons, um, the Google Drive apps. I uh, started sharing. I, I remember when I first started sharing, and there was Hotmail and Hotmail, um, Hotmail. There we go, and AOL. That comes out Hotmail when you try to say them both together. Um, and the sharing, even though it said they sh it shared with them um, quite often. You know, I'm communicating with my boosters of, of things that we want or need to do or keeping records and there's nowhere to be found. It's out there, you know, it's out with those, with the socks that we always lose in the dryer. Someplace there are a bunch of emails. Uh, I, I um, did a lot of research on YouTube and podcasts and I would keep all that knowledge to refer back to. I also signed up for Twitter, and I searched to see what other people were doing. Again, this was all, though, just focused on using Google Drive. I read all the other things, 
and I would bookmark them and put them in a folder and I've got folders upon folders of things I want to go back and review. But I was looking at how do I use Google Drive and I continue to do that because it's gotten better. There are, there are features and um, better opportunities for utilizing it. But, but I found that when I got that running, when I got myself comfortable with it by researching it and using it, over time, I became very literate on it, very, very quick, and was able to help others with that. And again, uh, going back in my experiences, I remember doing that and getting the smiles from some people of, oh, you know, oh, look, Jeff's got a new toy, you know, oh, you're using that new fangled inter internet, you know, that passing fad. So maybe you want to go somewhere like that. Maybe that's what you want to do. I think that's a pretty good place to start and get comfortable with because you're still just using your documents. You're not really out there if that's a, an issue for you. You're not really reliant on anybody else for things. You know, these are all your things. You can upload your um, your documents from your computer into Google Drive. And if you're a, a, a Google school, you get an unlimited drive size. If you are, um, if you're not, and I have a personal, I have two drives, you get one with every email. So I guess I have three because I have a third email that I haven't really used much yet. Um, you get a drive, and I think it's 15 gigs was the magic number. And I think I'm at around nine with my personal drive. And, uh, you know, Google Photos, of course, is uh, I was part of that, but they've made some changes in that area here recently. So that's not dragging on your on your Google Drive um, memory limit or storage limit, excuse me. So if if these suggestions or if you search for one of those um, personal inventory, tech inventory to see where you're at, that's not for you. You know, maybe you should ask ask somebody, ask someone who's using tech. How did you get started with this? What was the first thing you did? What what area was your first area? And use that, um, but small and patient and slow. Don't don't um, don't try to be fast like the technology is. Technology is fast, and sometimes it makes us feel like we have to be fast. So what do you think? Well, yeah, uh, Google Drive is a a great, great tool. Maybe you're past that now. Maybe you're integrating in your classroom with your students, and that's great. Um, hopefully, you're seeing the the power of the of that tool. That technology tool is so powerful with kids and getting them engaged, especially reflection. Uh, I've seen a big increase uh, in my students' capability of quickly looking at what they're doing. And the next step, which uh, I got there by using uh, Google Slides and having them uh, utilize uh, Addy um, to analyze and design and develop and implement and evaluate, you know, steps to improve their playing. Uh, I think you could do that with anything, any subject. Um, and we did it visually. I tried to get them to do pictures and not so much words because they really have to think kind of in pictures when they're doing it. So anyway, uh, 
And then the other thing on there was, uh, you know, search on the internet for, you know, finding questions and ways to evaluate where your students are with technology. If you haven't taken time to do this yet, I think it's important. Almost every time you do any type of tech integration, tech use, uh, to find out, because sometimes they have adapted quicker and they're ready to move into a deeper use of a tool. Um, and never forget, they can show you. Having them teach you about a tech piece is, uh, again, it's powerful. It, 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 uh, it gets into the head. They remember. Uh, we know that. Research shows that. When we teach someone something, that's how we remember. We commit it. So, you know, are you there? Is that where you're at? I know I am there. I am still introducing tech and struggling with it from time to time, but I'm finding that the tools are becoming more user-friendly than they were when I first started using it, say, 10, 12 years ago. Um, more specifically, Google Drive is... Uh, I'm trying to pick another word besides amazing um, that gets overused, but you get what I'm saying. You get my drift, right? Especially for my tablet or my phone, the number of times I'm able to share or create uh, or move around documents. So, you know, the only thing you can't really do is uh, edit your your Google site. That's not available on the mobile devices. You have to use your computer, but everything else, it's pretty incredible what you can do. Uh, I've created slideshows, you know, I'm sitting in the doctor's office waiting or on a long drive and something pops in my head, oh yeah, I should do that. So I start a slideshow using Drive or Google Slides app on my phone. Uh, and then it's there and I just have to kind of tweak it. And I can do image search a lot better on the computer than on the phone. That's definite, uh, definitely. But for sharing and communicating and collaborating and, you know, um, even operating, you know, doing a presentation uh, from my phone, using it as the presentation device, um, that takes a little getting used to. You have to do it a couple times, but, but it's really uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and kind of this is our, our tech treat for the for this episode, uh, I listened to a podcast, uh, Teaching, Learning, and Leading. I think it's on the Education Network. I'm sorry if I'm getting that name wrong, but they were talking. Uh, it was an interview with 100K in 10. It was uh, an organization that does many things for education, but primarily their name comes from getting uh, STEM teachers. There's a shortage of teachers, and they were talking about how to create a good product if you want a happier good product and you need a happier good producers and i found that very interesting you know i think sometimes we forget about it we get so focused i over my career that has been probably one of my biggest weaknesses is i get really focused and really centered in on getting that content and getting students to achieve at a higher level and I need to step back a minute and see where the level of happy is. I mean, it's not always going to be happy. I don't think anything can be. Uh, sometimes meaningful comes out of that hard work. And I don't know anybody who at some point when they're working hard is not a little frustrated, not a little challenged. You know, happy probably wouldn't be the number one word they'd use to describe how they're feeling. 
But let's sense when you're done and you get that finished product as a result of that work. I think that's where the happy comes in. So, But during the process, I think you, especially with young minds, we have to step back. I think the research suggests for adults even, you know, 18 minutes, and then you need a break. 18 minutes. So if you're teaching a block schedule of over 90 minute long, that's a long time to stay focused and on it. So you have to, you know, give them a break and kind of step back and ask them some reflective questions. You know, are we doing the best that we can for ourselves, for each other? Are we focused? Is there a goal? Is there a clear understanding of what the boss is here? Is it the person running it or is it the standards that we're working toward? In music, you know, we're always trying to sound good. I mean, it's kind of a simplistic way to look at it, but there's a lot that goes into that. So sometimes as we play longer and rehearsal gets toward the end, we start looking at the clock and saying it's almost lunchtime, and you have to have that reflective question. So I think when you're using tech or when you're uh, teaching anything, I think you, as you teach, you, you'll see this. You'll see how all of a sudden the eyes glaze over a lot quicker and... The responses get a little shorter and I don't want to say meaningless, but um, not as focused. So you have to kind of bring them back to, hey, here's why are we here? What are we doing? So, you know, give um, that podcast, Teaching, Learning, Leading, a, a listen. They had a lot of good interviews on there. And, uh, you know, you don't have to agree with everything, but I think it's it's important to listen to others so you don't feel so alone because I think you're going to find that everybody's sharing the same overall struggles and the same overall um, achievements. And maybe an achievement might give you an idea of something, a, a new wrinkle. You know, keep it simple. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to be that teacher that should write a book or present or, you know, be the number one on Twitter or anything um, just be patient and committed to that, you know, what your students need and that focus. All right, you take care, and thanks for listening. Leave me a, a review on iTunes, or I'd love to hear you at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech, all those words, all right together, with the number one zero, number 10, at gmail.com. I'm also at edtechjwest. And, gosh, I think that's it. I'm trying to start up a little Facebook uh, page, but I'm struggling with a little bit. I'm not a big Facebook user. That's where some of my old dog ways is coming in there. I'm not a big Facebook user. My wife is, but I'm not. Um, so, anyway, get in touch with me. I would love to hear from you. You have a good uh, week or till the next time we talk. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.